team, you're listening to Equally Lost, the weekly podcast on design, business and existential crisis with me, Sophia. And with me, Elsa. Hi, Sophia. What's up? Doing great. I submitted my dissertation yesterday, so my bachelor degree is over and I cannot oh my fucking um, God. <laughs> in any way fathom that. And actually, my thesis supervisor invited me to have a catch up in Sardinia where he's working on remote and I'm like, I wish I could go. Um, um, you should go. Sardinia, yeah, are you yeah. kidding? Yeah, yeah, I just don't know one. And then next week I'm getting vaccinated, which is great. Yeah, so a lot of celebrations, a lot of, you know, goodbyes to be said. Um, yesterday we had this huge party in a park nearby the university because basically we had this tradition, tradition that whenever we finished the, the finals in summer, uh, we always would gather there, bring speakers and drink um, beer. And so there was all like the majority of us and like some people that whom I hadn't seen since like September because for the whole lockdown and restrictions, some of the people, you know, just prefer to stay home uh, given that uni was online for most of the time this year. And so it was a great catch up and, you know, realizing that this is the last time we're going to see some people for a while. It's, uh, you know, goodbyes all over again. Um, yeah, crazy week crazy week um, my brother is coming to visit me this saturday so we're gonna go to chinatown together we're gonna have our you know our cute siblings <laughs> outing how are you doing yeah. crazy week indeed um well first of all this is the season two premiere which is absolutely fucking insane and you guys should be excited because we have once again come up with some new things to do for season three and I think you'll enjoy those a lot um there'll be some not changes to our content but let's say amendments to our content that um I think will be quite nice and like that's like one of the nice things I like doing about this is because like obviously it's a hobby for us too and I think like with every season especially we get to kind of like try out new things and like level up a bit and you know like just improve on what we've built already and it's just like it's it's like it's, it's really rewarding so I hope you guys stay on for the next season and if you haven't done so yet please do subscribe and leave us that rating because it helps a lot but yeah no crazy effing week <laughs> so obviously <laughs> for us policy nerds it's been a busy 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 couple of days on Tuesday it was a Tuesday Tuesday yeah um there was the G not the G7 oh my god on Tuesday there was the US EU summit which of course was the first of its kind in like what seven years and there was a huge debacle on on Twitter because Ursula von der Leyen the um, the, the the president of the is she the president of the the commission or the council commission yeah not the council the council is that other guy of course she tweeted that like oh this is like the first visit since like 2014 when she meant the summit because like of course trump was visiting the eu in 2017 but yeah people were freaking out about that and that was a huge comms mistake on her part but um, a lot of really exciting things came out of that. We can talk about that a bit later. But the way that that looked for me at work is that I was just completely like glued to my phone the entire day, was trying to write these briefs about stuff that was coming out of there. In addition to still trying to wrap up what happened at the G7, which that was in- interesting as well. But I think the the kind of main message of this is that it's just been so nice to have an adult 
in the White House. <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's like, you know, we can actually read the news about real things and not about how Trump came to Helsinki to meet Putin and then like threw his entire in- intelligence community under the bus, you know, like we can actually, you know, move forward and not be caught up in these ridiculous scandals. Um, and that's been incredibly refreshing. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Was it, um, I'm afraid of saying something stupid now, but was it a G7 that they agreed on the global minimum corporate tax? Yeah. Or was it another thing? Yeah, it was a G7, right? That's gonna, that's gonna change change things quite a bit. I mean, yeah, if it passes. If it passes, of course. Yeah, so next it's, if I I remember correctly, next it's going to the G20 in October, Mm. so it'll be a minute and like obviously if it passes the tweet g20 the the we 20 the g20 um if they agree on that as well then there's quite a lot of like you know global pressure for other countries that are not in the g20 to um to adopt it because they have quite a lot of market clout um but for now i mean nothing's nothing's confirmed yet and actually in the financial times this is not a surprise to absolutely anyone but the bill had already gotten like super crazy comments in the Congress and the States. Like obviously all the libertarians are like, this is what a cartel looks like. They're having like full on hysteria. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Biden, in order for him to modify international tax treaties, he needs a super majority. So two thirds majority in the Senate. He currently only has a simple majority. So whether that thing will actually pass if it comes to it is questionable. Hmm. I mean, let's hope so. Let's cross our fingers that there are also more more than just one adult in the White House, you know? <laughs> I don't Point know. Administration. <laughs> Uh, wait, dude, did you see that horrible speech that Kamala gave Guatemala? No, no. So I this haven't. was the I bet you've seen it though. It was like she went to Guatemala and she was like talking to actually I don't know if she was like even talking to like people there. She was just talking to like Guatemala in general, I suppose, or like in imagined Guatemala. And she was like, if you're thinking of making the track to the US border, don't come don't come verbatim i am not kidding oh yeah no i saw i saw scenes of that exactly. i was like what what no, no. no i've been following yeah. the um the israeli elections um you know netanyahu fell from power and now this other guy ben bennett i think it's the surname um rose from the uh, extreme right so we're gonna yeah. see what happens <laughs> Yeah, you know, I didn't think it could get more right than Netanyahu, but I was yeah. mistaken. Yeah, I yeah. have to admit that I'm not that well embedded in in Israeli politics. I listened to that one episode that The Daily did about it, but you know when you don't really know like the context of something and then mm. they just have a bunch, bunch of names and it's really hard to like decipher and like make conclusions of it. So maybe I need to look mm. a bit more into that because I mean, no, like, I, I can't to... say that like... Netanyahu falling is a huge thing. I, I listen to, I mean, I, I also am not that into embedded into that context and I don't really have any kind of like depth um, knowledge of it. But I listened to this really interesting podcast by um, episode by Al Jazeera and the, um, from the, the take show, uh, which they do on like politics, um, Middle Eastern politics um, most generally. So there's one about, there was one about, um, you know, the end of Netanyahu's era. And then they also did another one 
um, that I have yet to listen to about what this means for a mass. Um, and it was really like explanatory and, you know, setting the context of, um, you know, the political instability of Israeli politics. Um, I think they had like five elections in two years or something like that. Sounds like Italy, yeah, but, like that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, Netanyahu has been in power for like twelve years, so it definitely, you know, shaped a decade of Israeli-Palestinian relations. So we'll yeah. see where this goes next. Yeah, I guess like the question that I have is again not being that informed about Israeli domestic politics but I guess you know like because Netanyahu has had such a close relationship to every U.S. administration that has you know like like been in the White House during his time it's going to be interesting to see how this new guy um Mm -hmm. tries to form relations with Biden because I mean like the, the the tone of public dialogue surrounding not just you know Israel Palestine but just you know U.S. military spending in Israel, the tone of that conversation is also already shifting quite dramatically in the States. So this is coming at an, at an interesting time, I think. Um, we'll see. We will see. Yeah, no, it's been an absolutely insane week because it's like, you know, to some extent, I love the rush. Like, I, and by rush, I mean, like, you know, you're really, really like trying to get things out and like churned out ready um in like a short period of time and it's super exciting but then at the end of the day like yesterday had a really like just not even stressful day at work because it's not like anyone's like being horrible to me like people I work with are like super nice but it's just like a lot of things are going on at the same time we kind of have like a lot of balls in the air and at the end of the day I was so tired that I met up with my sister for a bit and then I came home and it must have been like seven or something and I just passed out in bed for like four and a half hours like in my jeans yeah no I 100% feel you uh, so I, you know I've been celebrating with the past two days uh, my dissertation being done and I haven't had like last week I, I was I was saying in the last episode like I didn't really follow uh, uh, an exemplary sleep, sleep uh, schedule so um, and it's so fucking hot here in Milan, as I was telling you just before we started recording, that literally I went out, I went shopping, and then I came home, and I was like, no, I fuck, I need to lie down, because I was just like, so warm, I was like sweating, I'm stick- and feeling sticky, and I was so tired, so like mentally exhausted. I feel like, you know, walking under the sun requires an excessive amount of concentration. I don't know why, and I, I hadn't drunk much water, etc. So I literally been taking like these micro naps every time like I go out for errands and come back home, like of like, you know, 20 minutes, but it feels like sleeping for like two hours, and then I wake up and I'm like, you know, on one hand, I'm less tired, but on the other hand, my brain gets completely fried. So we'll see. I feel you. There's going to be a huge heat wave that's hitting Helsinki this weekend. And like, I don't know if it's because I like got so acclimated to being in Hong Kong and that it's like also really hot in Vermont, but Finnish heat waves have not been hitting me personally that hard, but there was actual news reporting, like actual news reporting in like one of the biggest outlets in Finland about how like now is the time to go buy your fan because they're going to run out and how there was like a big 
fun exodus like two years ago around this time and I'm like wow <laughs> this has made it into the national news this is like I don't know if I've told this story before but it's like you know when like when the welfare state gets a bit too bored because things are going too well that like one headline that I still remember is a couple of years ago the former president's turtles escaped and that was like <laughs> front page news like her fucking turtles <laughs> ran away and that was front page at the same time it's like the italian government is like battling like corruption charges or something dead, dead. <laughs> yeah monday i i went on a on a trip to bologna to surprise one of my best friends um, and then I came back uh, Tuesday of the following day and on the train I met like this Colombian guy and we started speaking Spanish. <laughs> that was fun. Um, that was fun. You know, I like, it's one of those encounters where you would have like in pre-COVID life where, you know, you just trust humanity and, you know, you just seek to meet people and, you know, you know, it just makes me realize how much I miss like this kind of, kind of human connection I mean it's a person I spoke with for like 10 minutes he told me that he studies in Lyon in France and he wants to become a judge um, there and he was going to Rimini to meet like his uncle um, but he's from that from Colombia moved there um, a couple of years ago but yeah nice I think there's like actually like a super relevant question though because like I mean we I don't know how people feel about the fact that we like talk about COVID quite a lot on this podcast, but I think it's like A, natural and B, necessary because other like a lot of people are pretending like the pandemic is over and it's not. Like it's, 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 it's truly not. And um, I think we've talked before about how we feel kind of like going into the post-COVID era. And I think honestly, being in Finland, my opinions about that have changed quite a lot because people are actually getting vaccinated and on Monday they're opening it up to like 16 to 20 something year olds in Helsinki which no one thought would happen this 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 early because mm-hmm. it's like before midsummer and um I don't know I am feeling quite hopeful actually what about you yeah no me too like as you know I don't know what happened but with Italy as well they're um opening up to the re- most of the rest of the population uh, they're vaccinating people my age now and they already vaccinated 12 to 19 year olds because they want um the government's objective is to um they vaccinated them together with uh under 30 to 25 35-ish people um because the government objective is to you know get students back to school so if they're all vaccinated then that's easier um, but yeah, no, um, same. Nobody expected that, especially not from Italy. Not this fast. Like I was already, you know, uh, um, while well, marrying the idea of getting vaccinated in October. So um, 2021. So yeah, it's insane. Like, I, I, I think I'm going to cry when I get my first shot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice Saturday. So It was really surreal to get, like, because I was like reflecting on it yesterday we were my sister's boyfriend's car and I don't know why it came up but like I think Mary said something about like oh it's like so weird how you get it because you just like you like sign up on the on the internet and like hope for the best and you like see what vaccine you get because in Finland you can either get Pfizer or AstraZeneca I think and just Mm -hmm. because of the entire scandal that happened with AstraZeneca people are hoping to get Pfizer 
again mm-hmm. you know the blood clot rates are so marginal that I don't think it's really a relevant concern but that's just me and that's me already having gotten Pfizer but um I was telling her like it was super weird for us getting it too because I don't think I even like told the story in April when it happened but no you haven't you just mentioned that you mean you got yeah the vaccine you woke up with, with chills etc but I know tell me the story oh yeah yeah I didn't tell the story because at that point it was like so rare to still be vaccinated and the U.S. was so ahead that I didn't want to like annoy people by t- talking about it but I think now it's appropriate but basically what happened was that so me and my housemates one day we read this I don't know, I guess like directive or something. So let's say that this was like noon on a Tuesday. We read this directive that said that we actually were eligible. And so we literally just like, cause the US doesn't have like public health care. There's not like a centralized system, right? Unless your state has one. And so we like literally went on like the CVS website and like looked up the town over from Milbury and they had appointments and we're like okay done like let's like you know register and we did and we got the appointments we got them you know the first one and then the, the second one I think think two or three weeks afterward and we were like oh my god this is like fucking surreal just like signed up on the internet and it's not gonna cost any money and then I shit you not like 15 minutes after we had registered there was this like press release from Phil Scott the Vermont uh, Republican governor who actually despite being a Republican is very decent I think I've said that before and he was like oh yeah college students in Vermont will not be eligible to take the vaccine if they're using their college address and we were like well what the fuck because obviously like none of us have like a house sitting around in Vermont like we were just like using our Milbury PO box um and, you know, the entire week after that, we were, like, just thinking about all these scenarios. Like, we're going to drive all the way to Rutland. It's an hour away. Are we going to get, like, turned away? Are they going to, like, find out? Should we, like, re-register? There were professors on Twitter whose names I will not say, but they're absolute superstars who were like, oh, by the way, like, if anyone asks, you're living with me. Like, here's my address. Like, you can use my address. Um, and it was, like, fantastic. But then, obviously, we got there that Friday, and they didn't ask any questions like literally I gave them my wrong insurance number at first and they like wouldn't have even asked about that um and so (laughs) I think that just like the general sentiment was that they'd want to get people vaccinated as soon as humanly possible which makes perfect sense um and also Phil Scott's directive didn't make any sense because college students are counted in the census and census data is what they use to allocate the vaccines between states and between counties but yeah it was super mm. stressful and super surreal damn yeah I can imagine I can imagine I can imagine um I'm getting vaccinated in Milan because uh um, my region opened two days ago but uh, Milan opened earlier and I had a chance to do that as I'm a student here and I have a you know I rented a flat here and um one of like one of the most remarkable things about the region here is that it allows you if you have like if you don't have permanent address here but you live here or work here you can get vaccinated here and that's like so great for those people that for example come from the south of Italy where there's like on inequality in terms of healthcare that's massive um and that would have been vaccinated in like July or August otherwise um because of a lack of doses 
and and so yeah do you know where you're getting it like is it yeah, like a yeah. hospital or is it like no I'm getting it like so basically what they did here is they they took a lot of stuff and turned and you know um switched them into um switched them to uh, vaccination centers so I'm getting mine actually in this place that's called the palace of stars which is like this historical um late renaissance palace what it's the like fuck? the most got... italian it's the dude. most italian shit ever and then uh... no dude what the fuck i got mine in a cvs baby food aisle <laughs> it was like between the fridge and the diapers of the baby food and that was like I'm the maximum yeah. Yeah, so, so I'm, I'm getting it there but it, it depends on the region like for example in my region like in bologna they do it in um an arena which is where you have like the basketball and the concerts and then they do it in, in the exhibition center which is like huge massive um yeah that's, that's well, what they're doing here is like well. a bit everywhere and they uh, allocate you to the hub vaccination hub based on your postcode so it's also quite close to home like where i live yeah. here the expo centers and like the arenas i think is quite common in in europe like the expo mm. centers what they're doing in helsinki as well that's where my mom went and it's actually interesting how much like um how much sort of local politics goes into deciding how to vaccinate people what i mean by that is that like in europe we have such like an established kind of like status quo of like of course you get vaccinated this is what i wrote my ee on back in the day in 2018 but like there's just like people don't really like question whether or not you should get vaccinated it's more like of course i get vaccinated because vaccines are a good thing and of course, like some like holistic nature mama is going to be like, oh, but you've got to be a critical thinker. Like, no, like we just in, I think in Europe, much more than the States, um, mm-hmm. like just kind of trust science and trust our governments mm-hmm. when it comes to vaccines. And so I think because of that, it, like it makes sense that they go into like expert centers and stuff like that because it's not intimidating. Whereas like mm-hmm. if you try to pull that shit in the States, people would be like, this is communism this is the soviet union mm-hmm. this is the military trying to trying to put a microchip in me and because like hesitancy is so much higher i think it was like a smart move from whoever governor decided that it was going to be in the baby food aisle um <laughs> because it's it's a lot less intimidating to go to your local pharmacy and i think biden was even I th- if i remember correctly he was like establishing something about barbershops mm-hmm. turning into vaccine clinics something like that you know like people can go into like familiar places to get vaccinated and I mean that's what you want if that's yeah. what's going to make people get vaccinated yeah, yeah local pharmacies here are also habilitated to do that but obviously they they can do it all with certain types of vaccines because they have to be you know um you know they have to be you know the think Pfizer has to be at like minus 70 degrees or something so you can't really do that everywhere but uh yeah 100% but I actually met like yo like I met this uh, I had this really intense Novax conversation with my gynecologist because when the whole oh. like um AstraZeneca and, and also Johnson I think Johnson Johnson had some um thrombosis like you know from blood blood related cases I called her up because I was like okay I mean Obviously, yes, I already said in the spot and already said and thought correlation is not causation. 
but you know I just called there because some of my friends were like actually you can sort of get a letter from your gyno to um if you're on birth control to you know you know get to get Pfizer which um I was like okay yeah why not I mean my all of my family is vaccinated with Pfizer they didn't have any issues I was like if I can do that you can you know somehow cheat and um and get that why not although like I'm literally fine I just just you know put anything in me and tell me it's a vaccine I'll believe it um (laughs) that's what she said (laughs) so I was like you know I I was like you know I'm just gonna I'm just gonna (laughs) I'm just gonna Uh, yeah Uh, that was out of taste to me but it's okay um so I was like you know what I'm just gonna try if I can do the Italian thing I'm gonna do the Italian thing so if I can cheat the system I'm gonna cheat and um so I called their app I was like yo so um is this true this thing they say that you know I can get like some sort of letter or some sort of you know recommendation of getting um this kind of vaccine over this one for you know the the kind of treatment that I get blah 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 and she was like why do you want to get vaccinated? And I was like, Seriously? what do you mean? And I was like, what do you mean? And like, I was like, yeah, why do you want to get vaccinated? I was like, I, I don't know, there's a pandemic. <laughs> and then, and then, and oh then my God. Like, it's like, yeah, because I mean, so, so uh, context, um, any medical practitioner, any um, social worker, any teacher, um, has to be legally has to be vaccinated and also uh in the corporate world in certain like for example certain factories or certain firms you like they have a right to keep you on uh furlough schemes if you refuse to get a vaccine um so and if you are like um especially if you're a medical practitioner nurse pharmacist social worker blah 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 you have to be vaccinated otherwise you cannot work legally so she got vaccinated, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, because I mean, I did it because we had to, but why do you want to get vaccinated? I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm moving to London. Um, I don't want to spread it around. There's a whole matter of quarantines, etc. Like, I know I'm young and there's, there's very low chances of me getting COVID and feeling really, really bad following that infection. But still, like, what the fuck? Like, I was like, it's like, I mean, I mean, do you do your own thought, like, reflect on it? Because, like, I mean, it's a personal choice. If you want to do it, do it. But I wouldn't do it if I were you. I'm like, what? Wait, seriously? <laughs> what? What? And then, and she was like, and I was like, talk about it. Talk about William, because my mom also got vaccinated, and she's also, and she's like professional in in the healthcare. And so she was like, talk about with your mom. Like, what what does your mom think? I'm like, my mom is pro. Like, what the fuck? It's like, and she's like, and she was like, oh, I mean, do your own thinking. I swear to God, I had a conversation. I called up my mom. I was like, mom, we're, um, and I, I told her what happened. She was like, okay, we're changing doctor. And like, what the fuck? I mean, seriously, though. Wow. Yeah, and like, and especially from a medical expert like her, like imagine the conversation she has with the, like her patients and she tells them not to get vaccinated. Like, what the fuck? Right. So responsible yeah and she was like wow. yeah because you know the whole thing about these vaccines is that they're experimental like we don't have data on the long-term effects yet blah 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 they should have invested in a pill that would treat covid and not on, on a vaccine and i was like um okay well, okay that's your opinion that's not mine like 
but yeah I, yeah I was shocked I was like what the actual fuck yeah oh my god that's so discouraging though like especially having heard how much effort some doctors like individual doctors in like southern states for example in the states um have had to put into like individual conversations with people to convince them to get vaccinated and then there's just these people going around like oh no be a critical thinker like first of all if you've ever if if you have like any your twitter bio saying like i'm a critical thinker like rude cause holistic like you've never been a critical thinker anyone who calls themselves a critical thinker in the twitter bio has never been a critical thinker case closed like i I, (laughs) you will not change my mind on this um and like also i'm just like i am impressed by people who like use those kinds of like stock arguments about the covid vaccine like for example like we don't know the long-term effects of it like like those have been disproven so many times like this was a whole conversation back in january back in december about like okay but do you understand like wish she should because she's a medical professional that like the level of engagement with this vaccine with these vaccines plural has been completely unprecedented which is why it went so much faster than any other and also like this technology isn't entirely new like there are other like we know things about coronaviruses in general so it's not like this just kind of like came out of the blue anyway our listeners know all of this because you guys are intelligent but that's really (laughs) that's that's really annoying that's i'm sorry that's really fucking annoying yeah i was like i was shocked i was like shocked to hear that i was like yeah hell man yeah oh this reminds me do you want to hear something absolutely hysterical go on (laughs) let's go on this rant Rent yeah. wagon. <laughs> go 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 okay uh well the first okay two things I'm, I'm gonna start with a less hysterical thing even though that was quite hysterical as well but i'm gonna like build up to the really funny thing so yeah, i like um, this like innuendo this like crescendo yeah. <laughs> into the crescendo of hysteria. <laughs> exactly okay so well, well the first absolutely hysterical thing is that, wait i'm actually gonna pull this up I don't know if I can even get through this because it's so funny. <laughs> so um, I think Wednesday night, the United States embassy <laughs> is somewhere, I think in Trinidad and Tobago, uh, tweeted, the government of the United States of America has made a donation of COVID-19 vaccines uh, to the government of Trinidad and Tobago. The donation includes 80 vials of Pfizer vaccine. <laughs> 80 vials, 80 vials. The United States is committed to assisting the government of Trinidad and Tobago with its vaccination efforts. We believe that every vaccine counts. 80? 80, you can vaccinate 40 fucking people with that. That's so demeaning. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Dude, I wish I was. So that's already hysterical. Like the United States government that's just like the we don't epitome of why foreign aid is, you know, is problematic. <laughs> that's like period. <laughs> if you were to summarize that in a sentence, that's it. Like, yeah, I'm just period. gonna give you eight of that. You just not to have you on my conscience, you know. Yeah, you know, vaccinate. Pick your forty favorite people from your island and vaccinate them. 
like yeah and who's gonna be and who's gonna be (laughs) it's just like it's so bad and then they they and this wasn't even like a text tweet this was like a news graphic like a picture that some communications intern in their embassy had to make that says 80 vials of Pfizer vaccine like Anyway. I really hope you made a type and like it was like 800 it's still it would be still like problematic Dude, as fuck but I, I wish I, I hope it was like 80 and they forget they, they forgot the K like 80,000 yeah, yeah exactly because like, that was absolutely fucking hysterical and the, the, we believe every vaccine counts it's like you know you did the wrong thing but you need to justify it still <laughs> there's nothing to buy yourself in for that like what yeah. the hell okay next okay no to be fair to be fair okay the next level will come shortly but to be fair about vaccinations uh, because we're going to move on to an anti-masker next um and (laughs) because um oh my god you spoiled you spoiled that for me i'm sorry i'm sorry okay but still really funny um and you're gonna get really wound up about it i I promise um but like about the vaccinations like the g7 promised to donate a billion doses by the end of 2022 that's a year later than what we wanted but they still decided to do it which is you know better than nothing here's to hoping that over the next year and a half there's not like some crazy new mutation which is very possible anyway anyway so the story begins by me and my sister. We went shopping on Tuesday. This was, yeah, it must have been Tuesday because it was absolutely glued to my newsfeed the entire time that we were out. Anyway, we go into this store called Relove. It's like a cafe plus like a nice secondhand store. And because it's this like combination thing, they only ever have two fitting rooms. And there's always a huge line that goes like through the store. And so I found this like old, like 90s brown, like stretchy dress that had like glitter on it. And I was like, oh my God, this would be like absolutely hysterical if I wore this like for my 22nd birthday or something, because it was like really obnoxious. And so my sister and I standing in line and there's this woman in front of us and she has like a sports like training bag, like her, you know, one of those like Nike things. Mm-hmm. and she's um she has like a bunch of clothes on her arm and she turns to me and my sister and is like oh I'm just gonna like leave my bag here like I'm gonna be pack- back in a minute I'm gonna go there like I'm just gonna hold my spot and I'm like okay you know thinking that she was like gonna go get a shirt and like come back to stand there instead she like just leaves her bag there people are like moving forward and she's just like is out there like at the other end of the store just like looking through shit as, as if the bag is gonna like keep her spot and my sister is like no like we're gonna go forward like we're gonna we're gonna like I'm not gonna push forward her bag like we're gonna step forward like she's locked her spot and I'm like okay fine and as soon as we do she like pulls up furious with us and she's like oh that's my bag like I was keeping my spot and like can't you just like push my bag forward and we were like no like you were you, you left like what do you mean like we're we're like genuinely confused at this point because it's not like you can just like leave your like shoe on the floor and like have that be your spot like that's not how it works and instead of being like oh I'm sorry okay I'll just come back into the line she 
goes she goes absolutely ballistic on us and she's like what happened to kindness what happened to being kind to people why are you guys being such bitches like she genuinely called us bitches even after I was like I'm sorry and then she said it again like she called us bitches and then I asked her oh my god what and she said it again and then she was like you guys are like what 20 I'm 42 and I'm nicer than you and I'm like oh my fucking god this this woman is 42 and I need to like teach her how to cue like this can't be real (laughs) and so then she goes on and on and on at this point my sister and I are speaking German to each other because we're like we can't be fucking bothered we're like a foot taller than her so we're just like looking at each other not looking at her anymore and she just like keeps going on and on and on about it she like the I, I'm not doing this justice because it was so crazy that it didn't feel like it was actually real. She again like leaves her bag there, goes to the other end of the store again to get more clothes, comes back and then starts talking to us again about like, oh my God, okay, guess I'm going to come back because you guys are being such bitches about it. And I'm like, dude, we didn't even say anything to you. And then I guess because we weren't like giving her the attention that she wanted, she's like, I think, you know, what happened to kindness? It's probably those masks. Just on your phones all the time, wearing those masks, like breathing in your own evil. And I'm like, at this point, I'm like, yeah, dude, oh. fuck off. <laughs> like, honestly. Yeah. And then, like, basically, this just like didn't end. She went on and on with that. My sister and I, like, again, we're not even speaking Finnish at this point. We're speaking German to each other. Uh, and she starts talking to us about how she knows like the staff there she like doesn't believe in masks and uh, like um, just like like, fucking business thumbs up you go (laughs) like okay but isn't it fucking insane that like it was just like it didn't didn't feel real because like it was such an absurd situation because a you're 42 like self-proclaimed 42 year old yelling at a bunch of 20 year olds first of all calling us bitches second of all thinking that you can just leave your bag and fuck off and leave the entire line standing there around your bag as if not everyone else is like standing there with their shit you know like people do yeah i know like one thing is you to just you know leave something and just grab one extra thing but you don't you know you don't um you don't free ride on other people's kindness of, you know, keeping yeah. the spot for you to, you know, just get a walk around the store for another 15 minutes and have a cappuccino in between. Like, what the hell? Yeah, like- exactly. Like, everyone else is like... Because in this kind of situation, you always have to think about, like, if everyone else was doing the thing that I'm doing, would this work? And clearly it mm. wouldn't. Like, yeah. if everyone else was behaving the way that you are behaving, it wouldn't work. And, like, and thirdly... I think it w- it really was the anti-mask thing for me, like to really mm-hmm. like point to our masks because we were inside as the source of our evil. That really did it for me. That was the cherry on top. Yeah, no, honestly, yeah, like like she just went on, like went on their own. That's that's what it's most ridiculous about the situation. Like she literally did everything herself. Like exactly, she was like like besides pure, like, offering to watch the back for like five minutes and that you don't own her any kind of shit like <laughs> no you know like, <laughs> and then she was like all. and then finally this was right before we left because I was like because she kept coming back to us even though we hadn't provoked her and just like yelling at us 
And at some point I was like, you know what? This like this this sparkly dress is really not that important to me. I think we should just leave. Like the final thing that she did yeah, was that's like, like again... low-key harassing. Like, what the fuck? It it really was. Um, I mean, in Finland you can't in Finland you can't um like take people or take photos of them without your consent, which I didn't know. Mary told me that. My sister told me that. Um, so you always learn new things. But she like went behind one of the racks. Like I could still see like the top of her head and she was like recording a voice message about what we had said like as if we couldn't see her she was like hiding behind the rack but we could still see her recording remember my sister and I are like six foot tall right yeah 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 you won't escape us (laughs) (laughs) it was just fucking bizarre like Mary and I we walked out of the store and like we're walking toward like the next spot that we were going to and we were just like absolutely baffled. We were like, did that actually just happen? Crazy. Yeah. Anyway, that was fucking hysterical. That was. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's the definition of hysterical, I would say. Yeah. Like, yeah. My God. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So I think it's really funny that the first true anti-masker that I've met was in Finland and not in the States. I actually haven't like <laughs> met a single anti-masker in my entire time. To me, like I was I was thinking about so I'd never had a situation that was extreme to that extent, but I I have been in situations like because I never know what um and I talked about it with one of my with some of my friends already that you know there have been some instances in which I am on the train or on the bus or in a shop and there's a person that's not wearing the mask correctly or is not wearing it at all like I hate people that speak on their phones without their mask on like what the fuck it's not like they're not gonna hear you like what the hell um and so we always wonder about you know whether something should we tell them to wear it properly should we not tell them to wear it properly blah 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 but yeah, never anything to that extent. And like, yeah. I've said it when it annoyed me. Like, it did. But my two, I never yeah. had that kind of reaction. Yeah, no, obviously not. Because you're a, you're an adult person, believe it or not. <laughs> but yeah. um, my two personal mask pet peeves is one, obviously, when people like wear it under their nose. <laughs> Honestly. I'm shaking my head over here because I'm like, how can you not like learn to wear it properly? Like, what the hell? Yeah. And the second one is when like people were like wearing the mask properly and then they start speaking and they like pull it off of their face. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's just like gaps all around and it's like, dude, like, yeah, you're defeating the purpose of the mask. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, when you meet someone and they take the mask off to like say hi to you, I'm like, I'm not gonna take mine <laughs> off. Like, what? The- <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know if someone, if I if I know that, for example, like my friends are vaccinated, I'll take it off. Like, I don't. No, I'm of not, course. Like, yeah. if if I meet my flatmate and she takes the mask off, I mean, there's pr- practically no difference because she lives in the same house as me. But like, if yeah. I meet someone randomly from uni and they take it off, I'm like, uh, okay, like, mm, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna keep mine on. Like, you know. Yeah. But if it, yeah. It was actually crazy. Like the first night that we were allowed to go out without masks in, in Vermont, we went to 
this bar we're like i don't know if it's a restaurant or a bar one or the other anyway we went for drinks we're sitting on the terrace and the server came and she wasn't wearing a mask like not even like a visor nothing she was just like there like bare-faced and she'd probably been working there the entire night too so it was like that's brave in the worst way possible Mm -hmm. like i wouldn't do that we're wrapping it up uh we're checking in on our lives in the past days and yeah that's the wrap-up like I guess we can like say a couple of words about where we want the show to go in season three I mean let's not spoil what we plan though we're not going to spoil the exact no 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 the amendments shall not be spoiled but just like in terms of content mm-hmm. like I think you know obviously now's the summer and this has been you know a very very hectic month but Um, And so things are going to look a bit different. But I think when I think about like, don't get me started. And I think about like all of our policy talks, I really like the idea of like, you know, first of all, we're the kitchen at the house party, which is where all the important (laughs) things happen. And secondly, it's like, if you listen to Equally Lost, you can kind of like, you know, if you're stuck into a situation where you need to be like, you need to have like a couple talking points about like a current event that we can give them to you. Like, I like that, the idea of that. Um, and I certainly hope that we can talk about policy nerd stuff on this podcast a bit more, because I think those are always like, to me, my favorite things that we do. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I also like um, that in combination with, you know, the commenting on, you know, the latest Twitter trends, the latest, you know, stupid public statement we find on the internet that enrages us. Um, that definitely is one I like, of course. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope the listeners like it too. Yeah. I've been told um, by friends of mine that, you know, sometimes it sounds like as if we're getting a coffee and having a chat. And I also like the vibe that we got gave off with that because... You know, she, it, it was like, it's it's like, you know, getting a coffee with you two with the only op- exception that you can reply back to what you're, to, you know, what <laughs> you're talking about. So, no, but that's, I, I don't know, like, I like that atmosphere. I love that too. Um, and yeah, no, I've gotten really, really nice feedback from people that I know as well. And not just like from my close friends, but you like people like a couple of times toward the end of the semester when I was still at mid, would like stop me in the dining hall and we're like oh like whatever you're doing is really great like I really enjoy it and that's like that warms my heart because I think I really like what we do as well and we always have so much fun making these episodes but um yeah like there are that people have like a lot there are a lot of different types of podcasts like that there are super produced ones where they like script them they like record the entire season in one go for example and obviously we're not that and I don't think we want to be that I think like I just enjoy listening to people talk period and I Mm -hmm. think the the way that we do it is like very natural for us also guys you can actually reply to our conversations by sending us voice notes really 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 like them um so yeah don't be shy and we don't have to play it if you don't want it like on the pod just you know engage with us yeah if you if you say in the recording that you don't want to play that you just want us to read it out or something for example that's fine as well and also if you have actual requests or questions or ideas send them to instagram at equally lost podcast because we'll be monitoring the questions there and that's probably the most direct way to engage with those 
Now it's definitely time for the overhead. Let me pull that up. In the meantime, tell me what are your plans for the weekend? I do want to say on the pod. <laughs> right, I really know your plans for the weekend. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> um, what are your plans for Friday? No, Friday, Friday. You can you can say Friday. You can say my Friday. Guys, it's Thursday my little- now. It's Thursday, yeah. We're recording super early, but my sister is moving out of my mum's apartment in with her boyfriend. So being the big, strong woman that I am, I'm going to help her carry shit. I don't know how that's going to go. But yeah. Yeah, they have a really nice place. It's like close to the water. As your mom's like, in Helsinki, everything is close to the water. You can't really be far from the water unless you go into the north. To be fair. How's your mom feeling about your sister moving? I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I really don't. I, I really do not know. I mean, I've been gone for so long that I think she's kind of gotten like a trial run at this. And it's mm-hmm. not like Mary's moving mm-hmm. far away. Like she's going to be literally like 15 yeah, true. minutes away. But she so far has just been like really helpful, like very excited. She like bought them like, um, what's it called? A... um. What's Staubsauger? It's um, a vacuum. Thank you, a vacuum. Oh, and, um, that's like that's helpful. Stuff. It is very helpful. Yeah. Like she's braving it out. I don't know if they're gonna be tears tomorrow. I hope not because I don't want to do that. But yeah, <laughs> I think she's good. So <laughs> that's great. Okay, so yeah. I wanted to read another one, but I found one which is actually in line with what we talked about. So it's from. Of her New York, uh, Williamsburg, adult. What's your favorite color? Little kid, blue. Adult, what shade? Little kid, disposable mask. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> that's, this is, that's original. I have not heard that My before. favorite color is disposable mask, blue. It's so oh funny. My God. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, guys, you've heard everything you need to hear this time. Thank you so much for sticking with us for two entire seasons. We are so excited to be back with an entirely new season of Equally Lost. Hey, DJ, I like the melody.